Boom! We're back. Welcome back to another episode of the Seven Day Boogie. Look, here's the deal. Last podcast that we did was such a hit and I had such a blast that I had to run it back and bring back another guest. Thank you for, first off, thank you for listening. Thank you for glistening. I hope you're all safe and well. Uh, I am covered in snow in Chicago. It's so cold and so snowy that I all I can do is lock myself inside and watch all manner of movies. And there was a an excellent suggestion brought down to me by, once again, back on the podcast, Blair Perry. Welcome back. Second second pod in a row, dude. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back, man. Was this is this literally the next episode? I guess it is, right? Yeah, it's gonna it's this is a record and post day of pod. Oh shit. So this will be up, you know, I'm thinking 3 p.m. Central Central Time. So put a deadline on myself a minute into the podcast. <laughs> really tight. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, man, welcome back. You uh, were so I had such a blast on the podcast last time. Had to bring you right back to do it again. But uh, you had a suggestion for me once again of a, of a, a movie that um, I'm really excited to talk about because it's not a movie <laughs> that I had ever known about. But Same. as soon as I watched <laughs> the trailer, I was hooked. Yeah, I, uh, I full disclosure, I had never even heard of this until uh, <laughs> yesterday, I think. But I did some very quick Googling and yeah, it, I mean, even so, I don't know. Do you want to introduce, introduce the movie before we get right into it? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're interested in this movie, it is $12 on Amazon <laughs> Because I bought it because I wanted to make it real. I'm, I'm building a collection in this movie um, starring James Marsden, Billy Bob Thornton, Thomas Jane is called Into the Grizzly Maze. Mm. So I think the thing that like hooked me about this movie when I just happened to find it on Google yesterday is that James Marsden, Billy Bob Thornton and Thomas Jane are in it. <laughs> And it came out in 2015 and I had never even heard or seen anything about it. Yeah, I'd never, I had no idea that this movie existed. It has a budget and like there's definitely, man, I'm I'm on the Wikipedia right now. $10 million budget. How much money did it make? Uh, $12. Yes, (laughs) because I bought it yesterday. (laughs) first sale of the of this um of this year probably yeah i uh i don't know if it has that here Mm. the release section on wikipedia is pretty much just that it was released (laughs) there's no like yeah there's not a not a much about it and i bet a lot of that 10 million went to uh to the bear of course did it do you think (laughs) do you think well, I mean, presume so. Bart the Bear Two is the. It was Bart the Bear. Yeah, well, it's the second one. Well, it's the second one. Yeah, um, which I looked up is totally unrelated to the first one, but oh, god damn it! Yeah, but uh, I guess has similar mannerisms, so they they gave him the the mm. sequel name. Um, oh, you know, this bear acts just like that other bear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really like on on Bart the Bear Two's Wikipedia page that it's got like the typical actor like bio stuff like sex when it was born where he's from years active um and occupation just says bear actor which is great (laughs) 
It's got height and weight. Yeah. Eight foot six tall, uh, 1300 pounds. Wow. Big boy. Colossus. Yeah. So, I mean, presumably I I would hope that at least a couple million went to Bart. I would hope so. I think he earned it. Big time. Bart had, Bart had me at the end of my seat at a couple times during this movie. So if you have not heard of, um, into the grizzly maze, which you you have, yeah, (laughs) no one has, (laughs) which you have not, uh, it is a movie. The basic plot from what I understood was James Marsden plays a disheveled brother, um, returning to his hometown to honor his dead father by returning to the grizzly hunting lands they once explored together as a family. Simultaneously, his brother slash sheriff is investigating a bear murderer. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? Uh, That's pretty much my grasp of it as well. Now, the true plot of of this is a is a hero story of the bear because the bear this entire time is on a vengeance path against the poachers within its like the bear this entire time similar to jaws i'm i'm on the bear's side in this movie like a hundred percent that tends to be my default for any of these like animal you know horror attack movies is i'm like not even intentionally but like as soon as I start watching them, I'm just like, oh yeah, all these people are terrible and this bear is awesome. So yeah, like I was not really, here. they didn't do a lot to have me on the side of the human beings, like opens up with poachers, uh, betraying each other. Of course. And then getting eaten. Now, did you recognize any of the poachers in that, um, in that first scene? Cause I have a little, I have a little uh, Easter egg for you. Uh, the one that, the one at the table I thought looked familiar, but I forgot to look up who that was. Yeah, long-haired guy with a beard is definitely in other movies. But the one that they betray is Kickin' Wing from Joe Dirt. <laughs> oh, my God. The dude that sells the fireworks. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. No, I, I, had, I mean, it's been so long since I've even seen that that I don't think yep. I could have even made that connection. But that's so amazing. Kick, I wonder if it's in the same universe. So Kickin' Wing had evolved from selling (laughs) fireworks that wasn't um you know after his pursuits and his rendezvous with joe dirt obviously the alligator farm didn't uh pen like pan out i'm sure that the woman um that he was with maybe they had a rocky relationship he had to go up to alaska where this movie takes place um although it was filmed in british columbia takes place in alaska and he unfortunately met his grisly demise oh man oh damn slammed that and then um yeah being being a poacher they just show a bunch of dead black bears in the beginning of this movie that the poachers have been killing um for like pelts and feet gallbladders gallbladders and uh then this gigantic grizzly bear kills the the shit out of a bunch of people in this movie yeah it's um it's kind of a weird like i was thinking back towards the end of the movie i don't even really remember why or how like everyone decides they need to go after this bear like it kills a few people but all of a sudden everyone's just like on the same page of like oh we got to kill it right you know there were a couple times in this movie where i thought did i miss something 
Um, and I don't think I did. Yeah, I, no, I, I felt the same way. May just be holes. Like I was watching it with Aaron and my roommate Drake, and um, we. I was watching it, and like I was like, dang, like I don't know if I'm like just talking to them about the movie and like missing stuff. So I'd like pause and go back and just be like, nope, that just sm- <laughs> it just we just did smash cut to a walkie-talkie conversation about why this, <laughs> like why Billy Bob Thornton has to go after this bear. So yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, something happened with James Marsden to where he and his brother hate each other. And he's like out of the, like he heard, he's like shot someone or, you know, spent some time in jail while he was away, has like this bad past. And they investigate this murder that occurred. Not even a murder. I don't know why, I guess, protection um, of his own lands that the grizzly performed by killing these night lumberjacks yeah i think they were like supposed to be like doing it illegally or like unlicensed mm, tree um, logging or something i guess which maybe exists but nothing log ever. bandits yeah so these log bandits have a shotgun and a pit bull and they're going into the woods at night <laughs> and chainsaws <laughs> and chainsaws and they get super killed by this gigantic bear, which I think how many different times, how many different sizes is this bear during this movie? I was thinking that's like definitely the largest he looks is when he like appears behind the, um, the one lumberjack. Cause after that, he like just looks like a normal, I mean, right. Brown bears are huge, but yeah, he doesn't, he's not like Lake Placid, like ridiculously oversized. Cause in the one sort of scene, thing. A couple times he looks like he's 20 feet tall. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, similar to Python. They kind of, he takes up the space that he needs to. <laughs> it's like, it's like water, my, be like water, my friend. Yeah. Um, so this Bruce Lee of a bear sneaks up on these lumberjacks, kills them super hardcore. So then Thomas Jane, the sheriff, and uh, John Marston, not his name, are um, <laughs> James Marsden. John Marston is a video game character go to investigate these bear murders and they are met by this infamous bear murderer uh who is played or not, bear not a bear that murders but someone that murders bears yeah uh, sorry yeah, they're investigating it. oh my god bear murderer so has deep. two yeah has two different connotations in this wow. episode already so i guess i'll say bear hunter yeah. um bear bounty hunter is played by billy bob thornton and doing kind of his like usual Billy Bob Thornton of just like a strange man. Yeah. It's going to be I, kind of tangential <laughs> to the plot, but he's kind of odd and he comes in a and horse out that he doesn't yeah. ride. He just walks around with a horse and yep. I'm going to be needing my horse. <laughs> uh, but he definitely has a coat on that I think is left over from a different movie. Um, I like Googled other to see like, cause he has this like long, like wit, like Western duster, but yeah. no other part of him is cool. He's got like nerdy ass glasses on and he's got, you know, like no, doesn't look like I would expect if Billy Bob Thornton was like, Hey Billy, we need you to play the best bear tracker and hunter that's ever lived. He would show up to set with like waist long hair mutton chops like he would look like kurt russell in the you know um hateful eight or whatever you know what i mean yeah yeah he's he's very like clean cut and 
Not yeah, but instead it looks either. like he's laying fiber wire. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like moonlights as, as a bear tracker. So yeah. he is investigating this. Oh, there's also like a salty friend of theirs that they bring along. I've also recognized him from a different, a couple different like horror movies, the like older guy with like kind of shaggy gray hair that is oh, like a po- yeah, Sully is his... He, um, he's, yeah, he's been in like a bunch of stuff. I meant to look it up. He, um, if anyone decides that they really want to watch this movie, whenever that guy is on screen, if you close your eyes, he sounds like a little bit more of a, uh, a little bit more of a raspy Joe Biden. (laughs) 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 So if you just kind of imagine that, I didn't really catch it until one of the final scenes. um, Oh, wow. But uh, it's almost worth a rewatch just to picture uh, our good buddy, Sleepy Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Not sleepy, dude. He's wide awake. Um, But he, wow, his sleepy cousin is up in Alaska hunting grizzly bears. Yeah, uh, and so like early on too when Billy Bob's character gets in here, going back to the thing of like you kind of want to root for the bear, he pretty much just says like people are poaching these animals and this bear is tired of their shit, so he's getting his revenge. And like you're like, okay, yeah, I get it. Like I'm on the bear side. And then so we have to then kill the bear. So we have to this this bear is just protecting itself and it's pissed off that humans are in its territory. Yeah, and then James like Marston sick, is it's like it's not going crazy. It's just like yeah, it's there's tired no of humans being shitty. Kind of like salmon virus that this bear gets that makes it Yeah. It, like what would have been cool is if then the same scientist came out from Python and was like <laughs> this is all the different types of bear and it's got like a long like sun bear tongue that oh, like cut people's heads off. I wish. Right? Um, yeah, if only that dude didn't get exploded for absolutely no (laughs) (laughs) to no end. Um, Yeah, just absolutely obliterated. Um, Spoiler alert if you guys haven't caught it. Sorry, right. If you haven't watched Python yet from last week, um, Robert. Although if you haven't watched it at this point, you probably won't. Um, yeah, but but you should. should Yeah, I mean, like, back to back. I think I was already on the bear side and then billy bob does like you know he just cements that essentially like gives all of this he's like it's not hungry it's not hunting it's just mad that people are fucking around in its land and killing all these other bears for no reason right and then james is like so i have to go into its territory also the way so why it's called into the grizzly maze is that the place where they're going is called the grizzly maze and they say it like nine times and they also it's called that because even a grizzly can get lost in there and it's just like it's just like backcountry alaska which is you know where grizzlies are most at home i would say so yep absolutely and that actually brought me a question that I wanted to bring up to you. Cause I have a series of questions, obviously like we want to talk about kind of the believability of this movie, which is questionable through most of it. And um, I will say, do bears get lost? <laughs> can, can a bear get lost? You know, I, I would say I, I, for one, am not a bear expert. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably know maybe a little more about bears than the average average person (laughs) oh nice um they do shit in the woods um tight nice 
Um, I so I think that they're probably pretty damn good with um, you know, keeping track of their territory and establishing. Yeah, that was my and... kind of follow up question: is like, are they nomadic or do they have like a cave? Do they have a home? I'm sure there's kind of like a zone they hang out in. Yeah, I think they're pretty. Um, I think they'll they'll have kind of a local territory that they kind of stick to. Um, okay. I I mean I think that they they do move around so I'm and off the top of my head I don't know if that's like seasonal or if they do it just kind of you know kind of randomly moseying around but right um, the yeah the idea of a bear being lost in what seems like a couple square miles of <laughs> the forest right it's I mean, like yeah. circled by mountains so yeah. like and like, like if, there's some definite landmarks and if it's living there right what is even lost mean exactly i guess that was kind of the point is like yeah yeah it seems kind of like there's just a bunch of bears in there yeah um well and then also like this bear clearly is not lost at any point in the film because almost every single scene with the main characters when they're like in the woods looking for the bear is either prefaced by intercut with or ends with just like a shot of them from the trees and you can hear like a bear breathing heavily so like, yeah a lot of like with predator the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it's having no trouble finding its way through this uh, no. bit of woods that seems and, pretty much like just standard alaskan wilderness but yeah there are a couple like nitpicky complaints that i had about the plot in this movie which are pointless to make but we're talking about this movie so i'm gonna make them at one point one of the members of their group um falls like into a full moose carcass uh and they keep going right then later one of the people gets hurt and then there's blood all over their clothes and that and then they have to get rid of their clothes yeah but then they also don't i think they like make that point right but then they don't do anything like she still just got like bloody pants for the rest of right (laughs) she's like we're covered in blood we're dead if we don't get rid of our clothes but i was like one of you fell into a whole moose earlier yeah and also, we have to talk about that character for another reason, um, because James Marsden does one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in a movie. And I I don't know if you already know what I'm talking about, but you'll probably know once I bring it up. You got to narrow meets, it down, I think. Um, that's true. He meets a woman in the woods. And through their like initial communication, finds out that she is deaf. Now, when he finds out that she's deaf... He keeps talking to her, but he starts (laughs) shouting. (laughs) So they're like, he's talking to her. She like makes a few signs and starts to like write a note. And he just goes, holy shit, you're deaf. And then goes, have you seen a bear? (laughs) Just like screaming at her. And she calls him out for it and is like, I'm not like, I'm deaf, not stupid. But I was just like, this point, like, I'm so sorry that this fucking dude is who finds you in the woods to try to help you out. (laughs) There's some dude that's like, just has no grasp on how to effectively communicate once knowing someone's situation. (laughs) Yeah. Ugh, but yeah, so she's covered in moose and then later on they, one of them gets hurt. But I, like you said, there's a lot of surprisingly sneaky bear like attacks in this as well. Like very Jaws-esque 
You know, like when the one police officer is like talking to them on a radio and the bear just like spears them through a car. Yeah. That was a. I I don't know, often like in movies with bear attacks and stuff. One thing that I, I guess I feel like they did relatively well in this movie is like when there are scenes where the bear is attacking people, it feels like it has some like heft to it, you know? For sure. Like, it definitely, like, swipes a few people and kind of sends them fly into the ground. And, like, when it attacks this woman at the car, it essentially, like, charges her through the window into the car, which is pretty... Yeah, a lot of bear punches in this. Yeah. Um, which, like, I don't know. I mean, it's been... A, I'm trying to think now of, of comparable scenes, but at least it, like, it wasn't just, like, such bad CGI that, like, it was a little believable in the sense of like, oh, there's for some sure. weight behind these attacks, which I thought was one slightly redeemable thing, I guess. Yeah, and I, I was throughout the movie. I think there were only a couple spots where it was like a full CGI'd bear. Yeah, but most of the rest of it was like a stuntman for sure, uh, just like wrestling with the bear, and then they would like CGI in some like blood in its mouth, which I liked also. The bear, I will tell you this, the best part of this movie, which I expected, were the like bear action scenes for me. Yeah, they they honestly were better kind of than I expected. Some of them were pretty ridiculous, but a lot of the stuff for like the bear just kind of gets on top of someone. And yeah, you know, like that's, I think relatively accurate in terms of what a bear would do in that situation. Um, right. The stuff where the bear's kind of just like punching people is uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little different, but uh, a little bit different. Like a yeah. full standing person just gets like a right hook from a bear yeah. multiple times in this movie. But uh, what, so what was your favorite? I'll tell, I'll ask you that. Like what was your favorite bear action moment in into the grizzly maze? Oh man. There's a trying to think there are parts about and I don't want to get too spoilery as if that matters, but the final showdown at the end of the movie with the bear has a few, a few pretty, pretty cool, like just the bear just being huge and powerful and cool. Right. Um, But also some real kind of cheesy, ridiculous things. Um, when was the first bear swipe slash punch? Because oh. I feel I can't remember exactly which one came first, but I think when the first one came through, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, for sure. I think it I think the first punch might have been in the tent fight scene, which is my favorite part of this movie. <laughs> is when like James Marsden is like doing he's on bear watch at night and they like set up a camp. And he's so cold and frigid, he just has to go inside for one moment to just yeah, inside a, a, uh, a canvas or not even canvas, like a nylon tent, which are right. uh, very warm. Yeah, super warm, warm enough that someone is sleeping in like sweatpants and a T-shirt next to yeah. him as he's like crinkled up. But as soon as he goes into the tent, he like opens his eyes and is like looking at the woman in the tent with him. And she's like, oh, hello. And then she gets just pulled out of the tent like her feet get bitten around the tent and then they just get pulled and he just like unzips the tent and gets out of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like, just, like just 
dips out, cuts the tent open and just falls out of it. But I think that then when he pulls her out, the bear punches him. I think you're right. I think so. And I think that that one was a, a moment that I appreciated. That's a high stakes moment. This really, there are a couple times where you're like, they're never safe. I think you're right. Throughout the whole movie, you always see that like predator vision of the bear seeing them. And then the like 10 set, like every scene is either post bear attack or like 10 lines of dialogue about some kind of storyline I didn't care about. And then yeah. a bear well, attack. Turns out a lot of the bears here now too. Yeah. It was a, uh... Definitely like kind of predictable or it was mostly like each scene you're like, okay, so when does the bear come in here? Although there were a couple scenes kind of like I'd say maybe two thirds of the way through the movie where they, I think like you're saying, kind of get into some of the the backstory of James Marsden's character and stuff like that, where it just like it got to a point where I was like, all right, come on, bring the bear back. Like It was just taking like a really long time to go through this like yeah kind of backstory that tries to make him it's just like oh i I I shot someone but i was trying to save a cop's life yeah (laughs) i totally forgot that they have that whole conversation and then thomas jane is just like outside the tent and can hear it and then he's just like my brother and then their like differences are gone yeah (laughs) pretty much because he finds yeah they hate each other because he was in prison and he like shot someone but it comes to we come to find out that it was to save a police officer during a smuggling run so ridiculous but also yeah so bad and uh it's yeah during that i was like all right i'm ready for this bear to eat everyone like again they did not do much for me to really give a shit about any of these characters and yeah. uh, Billy Bob Thornton. I will tell you cool makeup at the end. I'm just down to keep talking about this whole movie. Cause no one's going to watch it, but yeah, sure. uh, he gets swiped and you think he's dead, right? Very, there were some, I think very uh, jaws beats in this. For sure. I mean, movie. it's very much a like jaws, but in the woods sort right. of thing. Yeah. But also like 20 years or no, more than that, years later. The only thing that would have made it better if there was like a mayor that was like, I can't close down my ski resort. And then there's just <laughs> video like you just see it like people on a ski lift and just like a bear just like jumps up. And maybe I'm making my own bear movie and that I'm writing it in my head right now. So I'm going to stop before someone steals this IP. Dude, um, but just that imagine just the- reminds me. I saw a video, I think. Within the past week. It was somewhere in like Russia or I don't remember exactly where it was, but there it's taken. It's like a cell phone video taken from a. Um, oh my God. Yes. Lift. Yeah. And there's just like a dude kind of cruising down a slope and a, you know, on skis pretty slowly kind of zigzagging. And then there's just a bear, like having a joyful romp down the, the slope behind him. Oh. Um and like, I, I don't know if he just couldn't hear it or if he was listening to music or what, but like, he just seems completely clueless that there's this bear kind of rumbling down after him. And it's not like, I don't know. I mean, it's presumably going after him, but it's not like, it doesn't seem like he yeah, that dude is just yeah. <laughs> chilling on this resort. Anyone yeah. listening uh, just, yeah. Bear chases man down a slope and the bear is definitely like zigging and zagging with this person. Yeah. I think and he's just like having a good time. I, I don't know. Do you think that's his bear? <laughs> Do you think that's Bart and his trainer? Oh, um, it's only that's how they spent the check for this. Mo- they just went on a ski <laughs> resort like weekend. 
I like to think that that's true. And they decided to wait uh, six years until the middle of a pandemic to do it. (laughs) Hey, you got to put that money away. They invested it in GameStop early and uh, topical, but wow, that's horrifying. But yeah, writing a movie where a bear jumps up um, off a ski lift and eats someone off of a ski. Yeah, ski lift for sure. Yeah, it'd be kind of funny to like try to do as much of a like shot for shot re remake of Jaws, but with just other with animals snow. and other with, situations with polar bears yeah. coming out of like waves of snow. Damn, <laughs> I'm super into that. So yeah, unfortunately, you know the bear does not win in this movie, which I think is a real tra uh, real tragedy. Yeah, I uh, so I love I love and hate like creature horror films like this because they're typically kind of ridiculous and enjoyable but like we we've talked about i, I tend to like default to be on the animal side or the creature right. side so i'm always i'm always happy when it ends in kind of like a stalemate where they like the people get away and the the creatures like you know he's still there but they've escaped it but it's still like you know doing right. his thing so yeah i was, like, I was ready out. I was ready for that bear to clean the house and then for J- uh, James Marston and uh, the bear to have like a final standoff like yeah. they did at, like the beginning of the movie. Well, and I thought too when like uh, there's the kind of face off between the bear and uh, what's her name? Um, the The character that's deaf. Right. It seems for a second that it's going to be like, you know, some turning point where the bear's like they have some mutual understanding Understanding, and like the bear is just like, Hey man, I'm just trying to get these other guys and you guys are, we both got shouted at by that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I also do love that the bear just chooses to scream in her face for like 30 seconds. Um, Right. Yeah. (laughs) Just like walking closer and closer to her, just full T-Rex. And that was my other question, I guess also is how many of those noises are true grizzly bear noises. I definitely heard, like one that was pretty identical to a t-rex yeah i i was thinking about that too i think that very few of them if any were like pure bear i think anything if anything like the um the kind of heavy breathing sort of grunting sound was the only thing that sounded really like potentially legitimate to me but even so i mean who knows that's feasible but yeah a lot of the roars that it does sound like a dragon from game of thrones or something like i think yeah i think that a lot of them are probably the the typical thing where they like mix a lion with a creaking door right yeah sort of thing. break some um, celery into a megaphone yeah i um i i tried to look some of this up but I, I i couldn't quite find it before we um got on here but i remember reading something a while ago about when people have these like bear actors like Bart the bear too. Um, right. That they, they don't typically um, I think in nature, they don't typically like do the big roar thing that people kind of associate and that are always all over these sorts of movies. Interesting. Um, but they definitely don't do it um, when they aren't like super pissed off. So you don't want a pissed off bear when you're dealing with, you know, a movie set and things like that. So, right. I think, and I, again, I, I remember reading this and I hoped I wanted to fact check it, but um, take it with a grain of salt, but I'm pretty sure that 
these bear actors um, are just trained to open their mouth. Um, wow. And then they have to add in all the sound afterwards, um, which, you know, they'd probably like ADR or whatever, add like a more impressive sound anyways, even if it was making a sound. But right. Kind of funny to think like, you know, in these shots where like the bear standing up and roaring, it's just standing up and like yawning, essentially. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's Uh, awesome. Well, and I'm looking too at, and that's what I had in my head is when I Googled, like a lot of times when the bear is making a lot of noise, it's kind of pushing its, it kind of looks like it's yawning. Like it kind of pushes its lips out. Yeah. And now I'm looking at like when a bear is actually angry, like it furls its jaw, just like a wolf and like pulls up that front lip. So like, that is not something you really see with real bears in movies. You know what I mean? Very similar to like, wolves and stuff like that like yeah this this bear snarl is much different than what we see in movies to where they're just kind of look like they're going like yeah and i think like when they you know and when bears are attacking people which doesn't happen often but you know has happened and like when they're fighting with other bears and stuff like that um i don't think they're normally just roaring just for the hell of it you know i think that they're um if anything, just like breathing heavily and grunting. Um, right. I, yeah, um, they're kind of, they do like barks almost. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's just like, you know, it's, it's obviously played up for like the drama of the movie, but even if you of think course. about it, like if you were to be, I guess, I mean, maybe this isn't a bad, or maybe this is a bad comparison. Cause I guess this probably does happen, but if you like got in a fight with someone and this the whole time, you're just screaming at the top of your lungs. <laughs> Hey, if I'm ever, I'll show my teeth. If I'd be a good strategy, actually. That would be a fucking awesome strategy. If you're not actually fighting, like if you're just like showing your teeth and (laughs) swatting heavily, just charging. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So if I'm ever in a Donnybrook, you'll know what I'll be be using. Long story short, yeah, I doubt that many, if any, of the sounds in this are actually grizzly bear sounds yeah that's what i was thinking and i did have the same thought not to keep bringing up the predator even though it's one of my favorite movies but like in predator 2 the predator has mercy on someone as on a woman because it's giving birth it has like a it's giving birth yeah um and like doesn't really and like it has no weapon so it is no it like poses no threat and they have like this like weird predator woman eye contact like we both we both know what's going on here <laughs> yeah that's that's what i was expecting from that i scene. thought the same thing i thought the bear was gonna like see her and then like run off that was kind of what i was like imagining a, she's like a ecologist or right you know, conservation biologist or something so yeah i thought that maybe there'd be like the the unspoken understanding between the two of them i see you as um, you are yeah well and the other thing too is like the the um thomas jane character is like reluctant about this whole thing he several times doesn't actually shoot at the bear because he doesn't want to kill it well because he has he has bears on this mountain that are like tracked and have like gopros on them that was another thing that i was kind of fuzzy about but i'm pretty sure those are um uh piper's character i think that she's like an ecologist or something so i'm pretty sure she's radio like putting radio collars on these bears and so by association, he like doesn't want to mess with those bears, but right. he's also just like a police officer in the town. So like, <laughs> yeah, it was a little 
right and he like they very heavy-handedly do the collar thing like it's just on one of the desks in the like police station and yeah. james marsden's character is like yeah i had one of these on my ankle for a couple months and, he's <laughs> yeah. like, hey. and then they talk about it and then billy bob thornton of course kills one of the one of the quote-unquote good bears um that has the collar on and it's like just like throws it to him he's like hey i think this is yours yeah just being a pretty grizzled, good impression man. grizzled villain yeah um, i'm i'm impressed i'm gonna run that back on the pod <laughs> yeah yeah and like I still don't really understand why James Marsden wants to kill the bear. Um, I think he's just kind of like decides that he's, he has to do it. Um, but yeah, it's like at some point, most of the, like the poachers are out of the picture and Billy Bob is more or less, you come to find out he's not actually dead, but you at least think he's dead. And I kind of right. thought the bear was going to be like, all right, my, my job here is done. You guys are great. Right. Yeah. Kill everyone except for the conservationist and James Marsden's character. I think, uh a cool scene where thomas jane is like holding up the like collar and is like do you want to be part of my <laughs> friends group and then just gets eaten whole yeah like if the uh ooh, what if there was like a python bear like a bear that could unhinge its jaw oh man how about that now have there's seen a, a, a movie have you seen annihilation I have not. I feel oh like I, I've been told oh that I need to watch that movie, and maybe we can also watch that movie on this uh, for and you know, Annihilation. Yeah, oh wow! The next, the first, the second Google in the movie Annihilation is Annihilation Bear. So don't Google it. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I just googled the name Annihilation. Yeah. So it's um yeah. I don't. Eighty eight no, on Rotten Tomatoes. Huh? It's it's good. It's super weird. The book is super weird too, but very different than the movie. Um, but definitely, I think something you would be be into. Um, Probably, I feel like I walked in as my roommates were watching this, like towards the end of this movie, and I ran away because I knew it's like on a list of things I know I want to watch. So I didn't. Yeah. No spoilers. Well, I'm spoiler also, free. Yeah, walking in on the end of this movie would make it make slightly less sense than it does if you watched the <laughs> watch the whole. It only I could way. only connect a, yeah. a couple last things. Yeah, you only get slightly more um, of an understanding by watching the previous hour and a half. But uh, yes, no, you'll 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 dig it. I think, and I'm always down to come back. But uh, oh. yeah, there's we'll an interesting back, trust in that movie. Well, I think uh, this bear in this movie is the strongest bear performance I've ever seen. Like, what are there any other major bears, like bear movies? Oh, I mean, you is this can the look first at, like, Jaws type bear movie? No, man, there's a lot. Um, and I haven't seen many of them. There was one recently called Backcountry, which I think is more of like a. I guess The Revenant to... is like a big yeah major bear movie um there's one from i would say like the 80s or maybe even the 70s i think called like grizzly or grizzlies or something like that that's whoa closer to like a direct like attempt at a jaws but with bears sort of thing oh and there's the movie the edge with anthony hopkins and alec baldwin yeah and that's one i actually haven't seen but I, i want to I've heard that might actually be a really good movie. And then I, of course, hit the images on the edge and I just see that fucking dude from you too. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm trying to watch more animal movies, man. We got to we got to do a whole series. I love I love having you on. Final thoughts on uh, Into the Grizzly Maze. Would you yourself ever venture into the Grizzly Maze? Or at what point in this movie would you have said, um, 
I'm going to leave this bear alone. Dude, that's like, that's the thing I just kept thinking about is, especially, you know, early on when Billy Bob's like, this bear is mad at poachers and people that are just fucking with bears in the woods. Right. All of this movie could have been avoided if they're like, you know what? Yeah, we'll just leave it alone. Yeah, you know what? We'll put out like a radio announcement that says like, hey, if you go into the grizzly maze, you're 10 out of 10 going to get eaten by this gigantic bear. Like this bear just lives here now. And yeah. this is, uh, you know, Dominic the bear's uh, lair. Yeah, and, and like everyone that gets, you know, like there's the poachers, there's the person that's, or the people that are, you know, doing the illegal logging or whatever, I guess like the the one police officer that gets attacked into the car i think is like the only person that is not fucking with the you know the ecology of the area or right. like trying to kill the bear she left her car running though he was trying to produce uh, he was trying to reduce yeah. the smog output you know yeah yeah i mean it's i yeah movies like this it always is kind of like cuz i think of like a similar thing with like we talked about this, I think last week, but with snakes and stuff, like we just leave them alone. Then you're not going to have any problems. Like 90% of the people that get bit by snakes and shit are like trying right. to kill it. Well, that that's what I was thinking about too. Cause I had just watched Anaconda not too long ago and I had forgotten entirely that they blow up a, like a dam in the river to get to where the Anaconda is. Yeah. They are like, wow, there's like a wall built and there's like snake, carvings all over like there's so many times in all these evil animal movies where we're like yeah we could literally just go back (laughs) and not not do this like if i'm if i'm a conservationist and i'm in the grizzly maze and i come across a hand attached to a chainsaw that's mid tree i'm gonna be like wow this is wild not a safe place to be for sure we should leave look how many cars are in this patch of woods yeah we can all drive and leave in um but no they had to they had to test the the patience of the biggest bear that i've ever seen in my life yeah i mean it's yeah it's kind of a lot of these movies i think fall into this thing of like the animal is only doing this because people are being shitty so the only solution is for people to just be shitty to this animal in particular and it's just like come on like exactly leave it alone it wouldn't make for a good movie but maybe you, you learn something yeah if they if they if the movie was called kindly leaving the bear maze um <laughs> leaving this guy to do his thing <laughs> letting letting um, this grizzly try his best there you go gosh darn it well blair is there any any final thoughts on the into the grizzly maze should people watch this movie Probably not. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. It's a weird one in that it's like. It just felt like Python and like that, that vein of movies is kind of like so ridiculous and like cheesy that it's. It's got like its own value to it. This one just kind of like it felt very flat, like it never really got to what it was trying to be but it's also not like corny or like bad enough to be kind of hilariously interesting or something it's just kind of like well all right that's a movie yeah i agree i think that this 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 movie definitely exists um and i I think think honestly the most enjoyment i got out of this movie 
is there's you know if you did like a super cut there's probably 10 minutes of just a bear like joyously running through the woods that is usually true. like chasing someone in in the context of the movie but like the bear just looks like he's just having a great time and you know watching a a big old grizzly bear have a nice little romp through the alaskan wilderness dense saturated on film forest um but yeah i i can watch like a a smash cut of like bear right hooks and the bear running and then also the bear looking down at people from a cliff there's a lot of that um on like the bear on high ground and him just like looking down on the people like i'm gonna fucking attack the shit out of you guys in 30 seconds if you want to see a bear crunch a man's face that also happens a couple times then uh, that's also a selling point i guess for someone maybe yeah it was for me i didn't know i needed to see that and then i saw it i was like yeah and billy bob's dangling ear at one point is also uh something you got to see from a right hook so yeah i mean you you could watch this movie or you couldn't um and you won't so (laughs) I'd i'd say wait for it to not be $12 on Amazon. Right. Or just ask me for my password. Cause I, 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 I now own this movie. So I have to watch it at least two more times um, in my life. So hit me up. Someone <laughs> please watch it over zoom. You can put it on your TV, aim the camera yeah. at the TV. I'm just going to talk through I'm the gonna start a Twitch. I'm going to start a Twitch where I just every Friday night watch into the grizzly maze. And we, we all watch it together, you know? I'm going to stream it until I get taken down. <laughs> I don't think anyone out there is uh, patrolling the internet for illicit copies of this movie. but I'm going to find out. Yeah, I don't even think there was a warning at the beginning about making illegal copies. They're just like, please make copies of this movie. <laughs> Sell them for a dollar. <laughs> please distribute. We spent all of our budget on Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. And, and, and uh, Bart dose bart, bart number two. two bart the second yeah he's really the best part of it and it's a bummer that in the end they uh they couldn't just let him let him be the king of the, the maze i think he i think that that could have been a way better way to end this movie but blair i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up thank you so much for coming on the podcast dude i had a blast I hope you yeah, had man. some fun watching this movie and talking about it. And For I sure. have a I have a sneaking suspicion we're going to see you back on the podcast soon. I am always down. So, yeah, you got to check out Annihilation and then maybe uh, give people a little bit of a break from my dumb voice. And then maybe in the future we can uh, jump back in on that one, too. Well, you've got a great voice and I think oh. people love hearing it. They're going to hear it again in the future, but uh, you know, follow me on Instagram if you want to at the seven day boogie. It's actually just seven day boogie. Um, you know, Blair, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, no, hey. <laughs> nothing hey. I do on the internet is, is really that interesting. So I disagree, but Hey, <laughs> if you want to I'll follow you... me, I, I don't even know what my Instagram thing is, but you can probably find me off of Jordan's and uh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. There you go. Cause I'm gonna tag you. I'm gonna tag you in the post for this post. So thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for glistening. We will see you next time on the seven day boogie.